Sputnik's partner, Sandra Garza, said she's appalled, and the video downplayed his death. Brett? Chad Program live on Capitol Hill. Chad, thank you. And to be clear, no one here at Fox News condones any of the violence that happened on January 6th. Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Amditas. Let's get to it. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Welcome to Day 777. The Biden administration is reportedly considering restarting the practice of detaining migrant families who cross the border illegally. Although Biden ended the policy after he took office, saying he wanted a more humane immigration system, the White House and the Department of Homeland Security have met multiple times to discuss various border policy proposals for when Title 42 ends on May 11th. Title 42 was invoked by the Trump administration in 2020 during the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic and is a public health law that allowed border agents to rapidly expel asylum seekers who crossed the border illegally. More than 2.3 million people have been expelled under Title 42, which ends on May 11th with the expiration of a national emergency for the pandemic. Moving on, Walgreens, the nation's second-largest pharmacy chain, will not dispense abortion pills in 20 states, including in some places where abortion is still legal and available. Last month, 20 Republican state attorneys general threatened Walgreens and other pharmacies with legal action if they dispensed methapristone. The Biden administration called Republican efforts to dissuade pharmacies from distributing abortion pills dangerous and just unacceptable. Meanwhile, five women who were denied abortions under Texas law while facing medical crises are suing the state, the first time that pregnant women have taken legal action against abortion bans. The lawsuit says the women have been denied necessary and potentially life-saving obstetrical care because medical professionals throughout the state fear liability under Texas's abortion bans. The women, however, are not seeking to block the abortion ban outright, but instead are asking the court to clarify that abortions can be performed when a physician makes a good-faith judgment that the pregnant person has a physical emergent medical condition that poses a risk of death or a risk to their health, including their fertility. Back in D.C., the Federal Reserve warned that it will likely increase interest rates higher and faster than previously expected if incoming data continues to point to a strong economy and persistent inflation. Chairman Jerome Powell says if the totality of the data were to indicate that faster tightening is warranted, we would be prepared to increase the pace of rate hikes adding the latest economic data have come in stronger than expected, which suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates is likely to be higher than previously anticipated. Last year, the Fed raised interest rates at the fastest pace since the 1980s, lifting the borrowing costs from near zero to above 4.5%. Powell's latest remarks suggest that the Fed could raise rates to up to 5.6%, Fed officials also project that the unemployment rate will reach 4.6% by the end of the year, up from 3.4% as it stands currently. Historically, when the jobless rate has increased by at least one percentage point, a recession has followed. 56% of voters, meanwhile, say they want the Fed to stop increasing interest rates before it triggers a recession. Meanwhile, Biden proposed raising taxes on Americans who earn more than $400,000 a year in an attempt to ensure that Medicare is funded for at least the next 25 years. 
The plan would raise Medicare taxes from 3.8% to 5%. The Biden administration also proposed allowing Medicare to expand its ability to negotiate lower prescription drug prices. Forecasters have warned that Medicare's hospital insurance trust fund, known as Part A, will be able to fully pay scheduled benefits until the year 2028. Medicare covers more than 65 million senior citizens in the U.S. and people with disabilities. The plan is part of the White House's 2024 budget proposal, but will likely be rejected by the Republican-controlled House of Representatives. And finally, Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger denounced Tucker Carlson for airing an offensive and misleading portrayal of the January 6th insurrection, including a disturbing accusation that Officer Brian Sicknick's death had nothing to do with the riot. In an internal message to officers, Manger wrote that Carlson's program conveniently cherry-picked from the calmer moments of our 41,000 hours of video to incorrectly portray the violent attack as mostly peaceful chaos, adding that Carlson's commentary fails to provide context about the chaos and violence that happened before or during these less tense moments. Kevin McCarthy granted Carlson access to more than 40,000 hours of the Capitol security footage from January 6, which Carlson used in an attempt to downplay the violence and defend the pro-Trump mob. Mitch McConnell and several Senate Republicans called Carlson's portrayal of the attack a mistake. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit WhatTheFuckJustHappenedToday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas. 